At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. There's only 24 hours in a day. I got a pair of earbuds and I wish there was a way that I could know just what I want to listen to. There's 150,000 shows that I'm not sitting through. Welcome to Pod on Pod, a guide to the world of podcasts because it's not your daddy's radio. We're your hosts. I'm Josh. And I'm Joel. And you're listening to Pod on Pod. You found us at podonpod.com probably. Maybe you found us in iTunes or on Stitcher. Or maybe you just stumbled upon us on SoundCloud or YouTube. Wherever you found us, we're glad you did, and, we're, and we hope you enjoy it. Every week here on Pod on Pod, we review a new podcast or a different podcast trying to help you find your next favorite show. We listen to at least three episodes of... At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. Each podcast we review, and we discuss them based on the following criteria. We talk about audio quality, host likability, production values, and then the content itself. We also give the show some alternate titles. Uh, we talk about our favorite moments, and then we rate the show overall, discussing earbuds in, not stars or thumbs up or whatever. We talk about earbuds here on Pod on Pod. You're listening to November uh, Listener Appreciation Month, and what we're going to do during this month, or what we've done during this month, is two podcasts every week, and they've all been listener-submitted shows. Every last one of them. This week's show, or this episode's show, I should say, was Blurry Photos with Dave and David, and it was submitted to us by Spewbag. <laughs> yep. Takes all kinds, folks. Uh, here's what Spewbag said. Love the show immensely. Here are some podcasts you have to check out. I've been rummaging through a ton of podcasts and have found only a dozen worth subscribing to. You guys happen to be one of them. Keep up the quality work. Okay, here are two really cool podcasts, Blurry Photos and Futility Closet. Spewbag. There you go. Futility Closet we haven't gotten to, but here we are with our review of Blurry Photos. Uh, this week I listened to the following episodes. I listened to the Gremlins episode. I listened to the Nikola Tesla episode. I listened to Revolutionary War Myths. And then actually yesterday I listened to the Darren Kuyu episode. That is the only one we had in common this week. The Darren Kuyu? Yeah. It was a great episode, I thought. What we'll an see. interesting topic. 
I'll agree with that. Okay, there we go. Here on Pod on Pod, as I said, we break a show down by audio quality, host likability, content, and the production values. Let's talk about content first with this show because this is one I know we're going to agree on. The content of this show is a great idea. Just last week, we reviewed a show called Bizarre States Yes, from the Nerdist Industries, which sort of has a similar flair. Bizarre States talks about anything weird, wild, and wonderful in the world, sort of. That's their idea, and that's their MO. Blurry Photo's been around much longer, first of all, I should say. But also, they sort of started with the idea of cryptozoology. Right. And have expanded out from there slightly as interesting and mysterious alternate scientific topics come up. That's aptly put. Okay. And they talk about the show in a quite a different way than than bizarre states does. That's that's where it comes that's where your problem comes in. Not only do they bring you the info, but these are two pretty funny guys and they're trying to be funny throughout their presentation of it too. I disagree and I disagree. You don't think they're trying to be funny? Oh, I think they are. Well, then you just disagree that they succeed. Yes. Okay. Then. That's fair enough. Uh these guys also do a lot of voices a lot of impressions, a lot of sort of – they fall into a little skit in the moment of telling the story. And you're shaking your head. Nobody can see you shake your head, Josh. You have to, you have to, audio, you have to verbalize these disagreements. You, you don't like that they do all of these things? If you uh, have been a listener to this show, you know I don't like these things. If you are new to this show, it drives me crazy to come across a podcast that has a, a concept that I love – Content that is interesting and is ruined by host likability. Well, and I we definitely agree that the content is interesting. Like the topics that yes. they're discussing are fascinating yes. to me. Where did the idea of gremlins come from? Where did it go? Darren Kuyu, for instance, I this uh, I want to start making form, one. Yes, I know this landform was mentioned in uh, an, a book that I just finished. Prince Lestat, the new Anne Rice book. I just finished it recently, and one of the vampires in this book lives in Darren Kuyu. She lives in this area of Turkey or whatever, in the in the desert down in these tunnels and caverns, and she's built herself a, a, a you know a massive palace underground. Fascinating idea, and the fact that they were going to talk about that and give some of the yeah. background for it, I was very excited to listen to it. If the silly voices, if the funny little gags, if the tangents aren't your thing this show is going to turn you off even if you're interested in the in the ideas. If you're an informative podcast like this one is, right? It's it's topics out there that you may not be familiar with that give you some great information on it. If what your topic is is interesting enough, you can only ruin it by by overshadowing it by your personalities, your verboseness. Um if that becomes bigger than the show then it's only a distraction so that's interesting way to put it because i think the easy route to take would be like oh these guys are on an ego trip about how awesome they are and so they've you know they're splashing the show up with too much of them and not enough of just getting me to the info you're not coloring it in that way what you're saying are what you're saying is if i'm hearing it right almost like they're coming from a from a place of like fear or worry do we have enough is this good enough for I mean, somebody I, to listen it's hard to, to? It's hard to say because they really have been doing this for a while. Long They've time, got a yeah. ton of episodes. Um, I, I don't know. You know, there's other shows that do the same thing. 
and I, and I don't know it, it's entertainment, right? Podcasts are entertainment. Um, these guys are putting this out to be entertaining. I think they believe that they have to be entertaining instead of just letting the subject be entertaining. Yes. Stuff You Should Know is a perfect example of this because those guys are funny. Josh and Chuck are yeah. funny on occasion, but they don't ever override the the information that they're passing on. It, because it's interesting enough. It's entertaining enough. I would – in their defense, in Dave and Dave's defense here on Blurry Photos, I might say that like it, it can be intimidating, I think, to think there are so many good shows out there. Even though I've maybe got my little niche or my little area that I don't feel like anybody's covering as well as we are, I still it's I still got to put on the dog and pony show. You know what I mean? It's, Sometimes it's easy to feel that way. To listen to their show is like watching something you're interested in. It's like watching a movie you like have a stutter. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> you want to keep watching. Yes. But you're just like, I'm like just it's get, almost please, worse. For the love of, just get through, just get, just get to the stop taking. I just want to. I'm almost just. I'm, you know what? Never mind. This. Exactly. Yeah. Fair enough. So that that's a little idea of what the content is. Now these they do they do take some tangents. They have some some funny little bits. I feel like that they drop in here. But if what you're f- here for is just the info, then it might be annoying to you at times. Uh, let's move on to some of the other areas. Let's talk about production values. They got a great theme song. Yeah. Reminds me a lot of, and I don't know if this is on purpose or if it was reminiscent of, reminds me of the dungeon theme music from Legend of Zelda. <laughs> yeah. It's a great. Uh, and other than that, there's there's not a whole lot of production. Now, they do the silly little voices and stuff, and every now and again, I think I remember hearing a couple of sound effects, but it was like one bit specifically that was pre-recorded and done in that fashion, generally they're doing all this stuff live on the mic. They don't they don't have a lot of nonsense in between the show. It's the theme song and then just what they're doing there in the studio. Correct. Yes. Uh so what about audio quality? Really solid recordings I thought. Yeah. Are they in the same room? They got in the be. studio. They've got to be. Yeah. They've got to be. It was too consistent and too clear and too well not just consistent like from show to show but consistent from host to host. Every episode yeah. Very, very well-recorded show. One of the better amamateur recordings that I can – I say amateur. These guys are doing it – you know, it is sort of their their side gig or whatever. Yeah, but independent. They're one of the better independent productions that we've heard so far, I think. So that's audio quality. Uh, we've talked about production values. We talked about content a little bit. Let's talk about host likability. Your two hosts, David and David, David Flora and David Stacco. Did one stick out to you over the other? Who – Whichever Dave is David the Flora is lead. the one I think I, I I would hesitate to say lead. He's the one that sounded a little bit like Bob Ball to me. He's the smoother voiced of the two. David Who, Flora, I believe. Whoever is the one that that is usually the one piecing out the information, mm-hmm. that's the one that I like the most. All right, I like both the guys. Truthfully, I mean, I I, I didn't disagree with or or or. You know, throw up the blinders, so to speak, at their little bits and silly voices like you did. It didn't immediately turn me off. I did find over the course of the episodes, you know, I listened to four total episodes. Over those four episodes, it wore thin. It's not exactly my brand of humor. And as you said, like, I just want to hear about the thing. Like, I, what I would like is almost two separate podcasts. Make a comedy podcast and then make blurry photos 
as a informational podcast where you guys are humorous during it? I've I don't think I've ever listened to another show that has made me feel this way or or, or has done this. I I feel like there are moments when it is completely enjoyable followed by a moment that is like nails on a chalkboard. That bad, huh? And then it's back to being enjoyable. And then it's a fork stuck in a garbage disposal. It it just it Jekyll and Hyde's so much that if I had epilepsy, it would give me a seizure. <laughs> That's pretty bad. And it's heart it is completely heartbreaking. Because when you scroll through and you look at the content, I'm so interested in the content. There's, uh, there is probably a dozen shows or more that when I see the titles of and see the content, I really want to listen to. I just can't make I can't. Once we break a show down, talk about the audio quality, the host likability, the content, and the production values, then we talk about our favorite moments in the show. I, I know that you said you had some issues with it. There was a lot that rubbed you the wrong way. But did you have some favorite moments in this show? <laughs> um, no. It's like that, huh? I had two. I had two big favorite moments that stuck out to me. I'll tell you one. Maybe something will jog for you. I loved in the Gremlins episode. At one point, they were doing they they sort of they fell into Scottish accents, Scottish accents back and forth at each other. See, they did the same thing in the Irish episode, and I was going to say that was that was just it was like one of your least favorite moments yes. because it's the Irish episode, but they're doing Scottish accents. Here's no, here's they're the doing, deal. They're tr- Anyway, it just drives me crazy. In Great Britain, brownies is the name of gremlins. Gremlins are referred to as brownies. Yeah, and uh, it, it's not. It's you know when in the Scottish accent it's pronounced bruni. So they were talking about the, the anyway back and forth with the word bruni and how how humorous it sounded. I I got a real chuckle out of that one. That was probably my favorite little gag on the side there. The other thing that I was excited about was in the Darren Kuyu episode. And they discussed Turkish Murder Holes, their new band. Yeah, that was, um, yeah. Turkish Murder Holes was a high point, I think. That is probably the high point. All right. Uh, other than favorite moments, we also like to talk about alternate names that we could give this show. Blurry Photos is a really good one, actually. Obviously referencing their, you know, the blurry photos of the Loch Ness Monster and Bigfoot over the years. I guess you could call it coming into focus as they focus in on the topic. No. No? All right, then. You got an idea? Not one that I care to share. You got to bring You got to bring something. We're, we're running short here. That's okay. All right. Uh, how about Monsters and Mayhem? That one's pretty solid. Monsters and Mayhem's catchy, too. I don't know that anybody's yeah. using that. Monsters of Mayhem. I think that's like a rock and roll so CD or something. You could just call it Turkish Motor Holes. I'd listen to that podcast. Um, <laughs> I think you should call it Fringe Benefits. Fringe benefits? Yeah. It's I'm all okay like with the that. fringe sciences, the fringe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like the Yeti. He lives out on the fringe of society. Yeah. All right, then. Uh, after we break down the show, after we tell you some alternate names and our favorite moments, then we got to rate this thing. We don't give it stars. We don't give it thumbs up here on Pod on Pod. We give a show earbuds in. I, I think I know the answer to this, Josh, but how many earbuds in are you going to give blurry photos with Dave and Dave? I'm going to surprise some people. Okay. 
normally whenever a show has the habits that these hosts have, I have loathingly giving it a half earbud. The infamous thumb up your nose, yes, half earbud. Okay, I'm giving it a zero. <laughs> the cold shoulder. Yeah, I'm too good for this podcast. Zero instead of the infamous um, thumb up no, your nose. No, because here's the thing: is I love the concept. I love the content. I cannot suggest this show to anyone I know because I wouldn't want them to think that it was a show that I listened to. Well, I think you can – you and I have discussed this before. I think there's a way you can suggest a show without saying it's a show that you listen to. I don't listen to the Joe Rogan experience, for instance. Which is why this is getting a zero instead of a half. That's fair enough. But that's one of those shows that I bring up a lot when I'm talking to other people. I'm like, you know, a lot of people like Joe Rogan. He's a lot for me to handle him four hours a day or however often it is that he records. And he just goes on and on. It's too much Joe Rogan. I like Joe Rogan in more consolidated doses. But I can respect and appreciate the show. Same thing with this show. I There are people that I will suggest this show to, even though it's not a show that I'm going to listen to week to week. I'm going to give it one earbud. It's not my favorite by far. I do love, as you said, the concept and, and the content. The, there really is a lot of good information that they're passing on. And they have been doing it for quite a while. The The backlog of, of podcasts here is impressive. And speaking to something that you and I mentioned recently on some other podcasts, this show is sort of evergreen. You can go back and listen to those old yeah, episodes. True. Very true. Yes. They're all good. Nothing's wrong with the Yeti information. Yeah, Nothing's but there's wrong some, with – Dude, there's two episodes I really want to listen to and I, like I really want to listen. What you want is for me to listen and then give you a book report about Yes. Them? Yes. yes. Okay. I want to listen to the Baba Yaga episode and the Voodoo episode. Yeah, those would both be good. I want to listen to them so bad I can't though. I there I it's not I'm not going to stay subscribed to the show I'm not going to listen every week but I will go back and check in with this show on some of the older episodes and I think from time to time there'll be one that comes up in their feed that I'm like that's what I want to check out again. So anyway, that that is the latest episode of Listener Appreciation Month here on Pod on Pod us discussing blurry photos with Dave and David. Let me make sure the website on this you can find more from them at blurryphotos.org. That's where to check them out online. You can check us out online at podonpod.com. Don't forget to leave us a review in iTunes or Stitcher. Tell us where you found us and, and where you enjoy listening to us. We'd love to, to hear that info. Uh, also, check out on podonpod.com. We've got a survey up there that you can help us out finding some great sponsors to bring you more and better content. You got anything else to add, sir? I'm solid. We, so Listener Appreciation Month is wrapping up. We have one more podcast left to review, though. We talked about it. We are going to still do it. Rob has a podcast. I think it may actually come in December, but it's going to be the last uh, button on uh, the celebration that is Listener Appreciation Month. I think it's going to be my uh, my audio Hagen dazs man, and I'm, it worries me. All right, then. We'll find out about that coming up uh, on the next episode of Pod on Pod. Until we talk to you again, I'm Josh. I'm Joel. Keep podding. Are you wanting something funny? Are you wanting something smart? show on astral projection or the history of art? Do you want to learn a language or how to play guitar? Just leave it up to Joel and Josh.
Pod on Pod is a proud member of the Procast Network, a Procreate production. Procreate is a community of artists in film, music, the digital arts, and fine arts that helps them connect and collaborate on projects. You can find out more at teamprocreate.com. For more great podcasts from the Procast Network, check out Movie Buzzed. Every week, your host, Zach, and some special guests review a new film. It's time for good friends, a great movie, and a good buzz. The Pot on Pod theme song was written and produced by Adam Dale. You can find more information about him on our website, as well as links to his forthcoming album, Cats and Dogs. Our musical guest this week is Bradal.
people have always told me I can be a bit wary of modern things. Very true. So, when Jane suggested selling the house with purple bricks, I weren't happy. No, you weren't. You see, I don't like technology. I don't like the internet. I don't like moving house. I don't like their adverts. I don't I don't like purple. Luckily, I don't listen to him, and our estate agent, Emma, were perfect. She gave us her actual mobile number. She was always available. Fine. They were great. Still don't like purple. Purple bricks. You'll be totally sold. Fixed fee payable on instruction or after 10 months. Viewing services cost extra. See website for more details. At the Bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high flying to all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage.